It's the BJ Murphy Radio Show, the recap of this week's events. In case you missed a lot of stuff that was happening from Governor Cuomo to the teacher who apologized for saying foul things about Breonna Taylor to the Black Lives Matter movement being sued by the father of Mike Brown for $20 million. That's coming up. The 20 Minute Morning Show is a podcast production of BJ Murphy Media. This is a time, y'all, that's critical now in America. It's not a time to relax and just say, oh, well, I don't have any money to pay my rent and the landlord's not bothering me right now. But a lot of people are chomping at the bit to get some of us out of their um, apartments and houses that we're renting because millions of tenants are behind millions and millions of dollars. Mom and pop landlords are taking a big hit, too. And there are a lot of programs out there to get people to help you pay your rent. So, you know, talk to your landlord. Y'all become partners in trying to work together to make sure the money is in. Even though this moratorium is going on, it's not going to last forever. And people want their money. So, you know, people are are still unemployed. Black people make up like 35% of the evictions that have been carried out. Even though we're in a pandemic, they're still trying to evict people. And God knows my sister's. They, they're 25% more likely to be evicted than black males are. So we all got to work together in this hour, y'all. So work the work, work your plan, be strategic, and talk to the people who can kick you out of your house. I was so shocked to hear this and very disappointed. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, you would wish that People could work out their problems before bringing it out to the media. But this is out there now. Mike Brown is a father. Mike Brown Sr. I'm talking about the Mike Brown who was slain by a police officer, Darren Wilson, in Ferguson, Missouri. His father is demanding now that Black Lives Matter's movement pay his family $20 million. He and other activists are saying that they made money. Black Lives Matter made money off his son's death and that he and none of the families have received support. Now, you would think that they straight, right? You would think that. The brothers and sisters who've been arrested in Ferguson, been killed in protests, they've received nothing. And here's uh, their statement at a press conference the other day. Today, we hold Black Lives Matter accountable. The movement that is catapulted into the limelight has forgotten about Ferguson and the Freedom Fighters. What kind of movement are we building where we're saying Black Lives Matter, but the Freedom Fighters and the families are being left behind? Wow. Where is our restitution? Where is our organizing? Where is our building of a movement? This is just what people want to hear when it comes to Black Lives Matter. They want to invalidate Black Lives Matter. We're hoping that we can hear from the founders of Black Lives Matter so they can straighten this out but according to Mike Brown's father they said they've only received $500 from Black Lives Matter and they're raising money in his son's name and those families have not received anything. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York who's facing a sexual harassment probe took to the television to say an apology to the women who are saying that he sexually harassed them and to 
the citizens of America. And he says he won't resign. And um, he says, I'm sorry for whatever pain that I caused. I now understand that I acted in a way that made people feel uncomfortable. It was unintentional. And I truly and deeply apologize for it. He's trying to make himself cry right there. So he went on to say that he didn't do anything wrong. He said, I didn't do anything wrong. I never touched anyone inappropriately. I never touched anyone inappropriately. You don't have to touch anybody inappropriately to be inappropriate. See, the leaders of this world, let's just put it plain out there. The leaders of this world have failed us. They get up in front of the uh, television and they try to make you think that there's somebody that they're not. But I'm telling all of us right now, myself included, all of us, we have to have moral superiority in leadership. You got to be moral. You got to have good manners. You got to know how to stay away from the lust of the flesh to be a good leader. And when you see men fall like this, don't laugh. Don't make jokes. Look in the mirror at your own self. And think about the things that we personally have to clean up in our own lives. So Andrew Cuomo, he's not alone. He's just being put out on front street. Leave these women alone and let them grow up to be the women that God wants them to be. A Georgia teacher is apologizing to her students on a Zoom call because listen to what she said. She says that Brianna Taylor got killed because it was her fault by hanging around the wrong crowd. And you could have heard silence in the room and, and the students tried to tell her, no, that's not how it went down. But this is this is actually what she said the first time. I'm sorry she was killed. But you know, when you hang out with people with guns that shoot at cops, you're likely to get caught in the crossfire. <sighs> ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. So, you know, they got on her and she had to come back and apologize the next day. And this is what she said to the school and everybody in Cobb County, Georgia, and she had to apologize. I want to apologize sincerely for things I said today in my class that had to do with something that I was very ignorant about. I'm just heartbroken that I said something so rude and disrespectful. And I want my students to know I really, truly, truly apologize and feel just heartsick over the hurt that I caused. Yeah, you knew what you were saying. You knew exactly what you were saying because you knew about the case and she was trying to get over something to her students but she did it the wrong way she didn't know what she was talking about it wasn't Breonna Taylor's fault that she got killed it was the police department of Louisville Kentucky that went to the wrong house and they ended up killing an innocent woman didn't have nothing to do with anything so before you speak, make sure you have the facts so you won't sound ignorant the next time. And, and then people are just so cold. I mean, just I mean, we're just sick, man. I don't know what we're going to do, black people. What, what do y'all think? Give me a call, 888-370-9390. If you are a fan of the 20-Minute Morning Show, 
call us and give us your feedback on the show so we can air your comments on an upcoming episode. That's 888-370-9390. We'll be back. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today. 800-823-9853. That's 800-823-9853. Paid for by U.S. Med. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-719-5601. 800-719-5601. That's 800 800- 719-5601. This is BJ Murphy. You're listening to the 20-Minute Morning Show. Please subscribe to our podcast. We release it daily at 6 a.m. to get you informed of what's happening in black America. Let's check in now. UIN News. This is UIN, news and information for and about people of color. Welcome to UIN. I'm Alexander Caden, and here's Brooklyn Alexander. Tessica Brown, the woman who used Gorilla Glue in her hair, is now facing another obstacle as a doctor has found lumps in both of her breasts. Brown was considering getting breast implants and returned to the doctor who removed the Gorilla Glue. It was that doctor who found the lumps, which were later confirmed by a mammogram. Brown has undergone surgery to have the lumps removed. The masses are now being tested for cancer. The Reverend Jesse Jackson was released from the hospital after a three-week stay. He had been admitted after initially suffering from abdominal pains and not being able to walk. Walmart is ramping up its role in the COVID-19 vaccinations by offering the shots at 1,400 pharmacies in 35 states. You can go to walmart.com to see if the vaccines are available at a pharmacy near you and to schedule an appointment. House Democrats passed a bill to overhaul policing nationwide and create national standards for policing in a bid to bolster accountability. So you lie awake at night, unable to get back to sleep. The experts have some advice that can help you. One of the suggestions is trying deep breathing exercises. Others include meditation, relaxing your muscles, stop looking at the clock, write down those things that are worrying you so your brain won't concentrate on it. No electronics one hour before bed and the biggie. Definitely no alcohol before you go to bed. A writing activity has sparked outrage at a Mississippi middle school in Lamar County. Students were asked to pretend like they were slaves working on a Mississippi plantation and write a letter to their family back in Africa describing their life. You've been listening to UIN. For news and information for and about people of color, visit our website at uinews.net. It's the 20-Minute Morning Show. This is B.J. Murphy. You know, I'm so glad that I live in the state of North Carolina where the people are halfway saying the mask required signs are coming down in Mississippi or what I say Mississippi and also Texas as the new COVID-19 variant spreads across New York, California, 
Florida headed its way across the United States, this new variant. And the governor of Texas has opened up the state 100%. Mississippi, 100%. This is about to be a big mess in America. And this all comes down to following incompetent leaders. So you better be careful of who you listen to in this hour that we're living in. It's very critical that you know who you're listening to, whether you trust them and use your own judgment, your own intuition. These people are sentencing the people of America to death, disregarding the power of COVID-19. It's designed to kill people. It's not a friendly virus. It is designed to get inside of your lungs, fill it up with fluid, and make it you make you un, unable for you to breathe and, and and kill you. So you can open up the state if you want to. But as for me, I'm I'm getting ready to put on three masks. Everybody's heard about Dr. Seuss. Those books, there's the six of them that they're going to take off the shelves, stop uh, publishing over the racist imagery that are seen in these children's books that were written in the 1950s. Now, we've always heard about Dr. Seuss books being racist, but we never really looked carefully into it. Sonny Hostin from The View, I thought she had a very good analogy of why these books should be taken off the shelves. Check it out. For example, there's a character in another uh, book, If I Ran the Zoo, two men said to be from Africa are shown shirtless, shoeless, wearing grass skirts as they carry exotic animals. I think that when children do open up those books and perhaps see images of themselves that are distorted in such a stereotypical way, they do learn a powerful lesson about how they may be devalued in society. A lot of people are saying, well, this is cancel culture. They're canceling everything. It's not right. Is it cancel culture or is it accountability culture? It's been going on for a long time. Black people can't take it no more. Got these images of us clowning us, disrespecting us. It's accountability culture and people don't like being called on the carpet. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the show for today. We won't be back on next week with another edition starting off fresh on Monday, talking about what's happening in black America, giving our point of view. That's what the 20 minute morning show is all about. Wherever podcasts are played, you can subscribe. So make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends about it. The brother BJ is back on the radio doing our podcast, the 20 minute morning show weekdays beginning at 6 a.m you will be able to uh, pull it down we'll have a show for you every day all right thank y'all go out and see the eddie murphy uh, movie well actually you can watch it at home because you got it on amazon prime video and uh, coming to america too 33 years in the making i can't wait to watch it with me and my family today and we'll talk about it on next week right here on the 20 minute morning show peace y'all The 20-Minute Morning Show is a podcast production of BJ Murphy Media and UIN, Urban Internet News. The show is written and produced by BJ Murphy and executive producers, Sabre Robinson and Alexandria Davis. 
From our studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, our contributors are Sean, Sunday, AK, and Brooklyn Alexander. Check out more episodes on our website at 20minuteshow.com. 